0: Did you ever get accused of feeling a certain way that you weren't? Did you ever get blamed for acting a certain way or being a certain way when you're like, I, I wasn't that way? Like, that wasn't me. You know, maybe somebody said, like, you know, why are you so mad? And you're like, I'm not mad. And they're like, yeah, you're mad. Like, I can see you're mad. Like, why are you so mad? Like, all this different type of stuff that goes back and forth that sometimes confuses, like, our reality of what's actually going on. What you might experience at different times is the idea of projection. Specifically, when you have it in narcissistic worlds, projection can be really dangerous and toxic because they're projecting their own image or they're projecting their own thoughts or feelings onto you so that you have to carry it. So it's something that they don't have to deal with. Maybe that's something that you've dealt with. I want to be able to talk about projection some today and kind of walk you through what that looks like, how that works. If you guys don't know who I am, my name is Ben Taylor. I'm a self-aware narcissist that's on this channel to provide awareness, growth, healing, and change. We're on different social media platforms as well, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, to try to be able to provide that awareness to a plethora of people so they can understand what narcissism actually is. So they can see the destructive nature it has when it destroys families, relationships, friendships, and job situations, like everything like that and how it's so destructive. A lot of times people don't know what narcissism is or what it looks like or how it actually attributes itself in the world on a day-to-day basis. So as a result, they think, oh, like, it's fine. I'm not with a narcissist. Like, they're not ab- absorbed with themselves. When in reality, you might be. But maybe they're projecting it onto you. Who knows? If you haven't had a chance to be able to jump in, jump in on some of our live events. We have Wednesday night from 9 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern Time. Myself and Mental Healness, we're on one of our, one of our channels back and forth on 9 p.m. to 11 p.m. I'm on pretty much all the channels on Thursday nights. So be able to check that out on Thursday nights. And if you haven't had a chance, download the NARC app. Well, we've had over 3,200 people that have downloaded it so far and that have logged in and try to be able to adjust and get with people to be able to adjust their perspective, their, their idea of what's actually happening, to be able to educate themselves on what narcissism actually is. And there to be able to educate and learn and grow themselves, they're able to engage in a community of like-minded people that have been through the same shit that you've been through and that are willing to come alongside and say, hey, I've been there. You can grow. You can change. Trust me. And like to see other people's progress, to hear other people, to engage in like the weekly secured lives on like Monday nights so that you know, hey, I can talk about anything here and it's a safe environment because it's not getting broadcasted out to the internet. It's only here for people to be able to learn, grow, and change. We've got the monthly Zoom calls that are focused on coaching of how are you going to live this ne- next month intentionally? How are you going to live this next month with purpose? How are you going to bring the joy this next month so that you can find that? And we try to help people grow and change. Every single day inside that. So I hope you check that out. You can get it on Apple or Google Play. It's called the NARC app, Narcissistic Abuse Recovery Community. NARC. Just type in N-A-R-C and it'll pull it right up. Will you join us today to be able to help jumpstart your growth, to be able to help your journey, to be able to track your no contact, to record your truth, to say, hey, this is what's going on. Let me live in that reality. So when we're talking about projection, one of the things that I'm kind of going off today that I want to be able to share with you is some in this book, The Narcissist in Your Life by Julie Hall. We've been going through a couple different chapters of this, just trying to bring more explanation and bring more clarity to life when we're talking about narcissism because that whole mentality, that whole thought process is very confusing. So projection. What it says here is it says, Psychological projection, in simple terms, is the act of attributing uncomfortable, negative, or positive feelings or qualities in oneself to others. We all project from time to time because it can be easier to have other people carry certain emotion than to acknowledge it in ourselves. Our emotions can feel threatening at any time, and they contradict how we see or wish to see ourselves or how we think others wish to see us. So projection is oftentimes something that a lot of people can do, but projection is where people are trying to put other things on another person. Like you like how it said, where it said, like, I want you to carry these certain emotions. Like that's the thought process. But it's like, hey, this might be threatening me. This might be threatening what other people think of me, what other people see of me, my view of myself. So I need to take this one aspect of it and project it on another person so I don't have to deal with it. Excuse me. So I don't have to deal with it. So it's not something that I have to acknowledge or have a part of my life. And so with narcissists, this comes in high prevalence because of the fact that I want to be able to project other things that are going to attack my mask. If there's something that I have here that I like, hey, like someone's going to see below my mask, someone's actually going to see the stuff that I'm hiding, the shit that I'm hiding deep down inside. So we go ahead and project onto someone else. So I don't have to deal with it. I don't have to acknowledge it. And there's no way that people can see underneath my mask. Lacking the emotional resources to acknowledge and process their feelings of shame and continuously being overwhelmed by them, narcissists attempt to exercise their shame by projecting it outward onto others. Anything they feel ashamed about is likely to become someone else's problem. Oftentimes you'll see this in relationships where they're projecting, they're putting something, they're saying you're doing something. Oftentimes it's a telltale sign of something that they're doing or something that they're feeling. Like, how could you contact your exes? I can't believe that you'd actually do that. What? I haven't contacted my exes. You're like, oh, wait. They contacted their exes and they're feeling bad about that, so they're projecting it on me. That ever happened to you? If it did, like, leave a comment. Like, let people know, like, hey, yeah, that happens to me, too. Oftentimes it does. Negative narcissistic projection serves several purposes. All right? There's five different things that it allows it to do. One, Displace painful emotions. Now, how great would that be for all of us to just be able to take any painful emotion, just like push it away we don't have to deal with it? A lot of people would love that. Narcissists crave that because they do not want to be vulnerable or honest about the difficult emotions that they're feeling deep down inside. A lot of those emotions trigger guilt, trigger shame because they do not know how to process them. They do not have the emotional maturity to actually deal with those emotions on a day-to-day basis. So it's easier to box it up, compartmentalize it, shove it to the side, take that box, throw it at another person, whatever it might be, but to get rid of those painful emotions. When you think of shame, when you think of guilt, I normally illustrate it by the idea of you have a pot of boiling water on the stove and you stick your hand in it, you're going to jerk your hand back out because it is hot and it hurts. That's the same concept of what's going on when a narcissist experiences guilt and shame. It's the mental and the emotional jerking back of the hand saying, this is too dangerous for me. So they'll run the other directions. So number one, displace uh, painful emotions. Narcissus projection serves another purpose as well. Number two, it says make someone else carry their intolerable feelings. So the feelings that I have, the feelings that I don't know what to do with, the feelings that only seem to lead to rage because that's the easiest one I can go to. I have to be able to take those and I have to put those on someone else. I do not want to feel these. These are feelings that it takes me work. It takes me work to kind of walk through and deal with the shit. To sit in the in the in the middle of the ground, in the paradox of a good versus evil, monster versus man, and say, "Hey, this is what's going on. I can't handle this feeling. Let me put it on someone else." It's that lack of emotional maturity. Narcissist project number three, to divert negative attention away from themselves. This is so popular, especially in arguments. Let me put this back on you. You're the one lying. You're the one cheating. You're the one. And they project everything back on you so that it avoids the topic that you actually brought up in the very beginning, that they did something wrong and you were trying to hold them accountable. So often in arguments, people get into it and then they realize we haven't discussed a single thing I brought up. Why? Because the narcissist projected and distracted you. And they flip it back on you so that the attention goes away from themselves. So they don't have to acknowledge what's going on. They don't have to acknowledge their feeling. They don't have to acknowledge anything at all. They can just say, that's all on you. And while you spend hours and hours defending yourself, you get worn down. And you're like, well, there's no point in me even bringing up the original topic. Because you're never going to get there. Narcissist project as well. Number four, to avoid responsibility and blame. I've said it a couple times now. Narcissists love power, but they hate responsibility. They don't want to take responsibility or accountability for their actions because that feels like blame. That feels like shame. So they're going to avoid that at all costs. I didn't make that call. That wasn't something I did. And they'll lie time and time again to be able to avoid that. Negative narcissist projection number five. Reason um, with the purpose here. Number five, feel good and look good in comparison with someone else. You see, if I'm feeling bad about myself, it feels so much nicer when someone else is feeling bad about themselves. That's why a lot of times you'll have someone who feels bad about themselves and you're like, oh, like, I don't have it that bad. Like, they have life a lot worse than I do. This is what the narcissist is doing on a day-to-day basis. They're taking that projection. They're putting on someone else so that they don't have to feel bad about who they are, what's going on, the shame, the blame, the guilt, everything that's raging underneath. They don't have to feel that because someone else is. They're like, huh, I'm not as bad as that person. So narcissist projection, are right, have several purpose. To display painful emotions, to make someone else carry their intolerable feelings, divert negative attention away from themselves, avoid responsibility and blame, and feel and look good in comparison with someone else. So, what it's saying here is, in general, projection is more convincing, both to others and to oneself, if it touches on a degree of truth about the recipient. Having, having, uh, oops, sorry, harping on a child's childness, for example, is harder to argue with because children are children by virtue of the facts that they are children. But often with narcissist projection, the very thing narcissists are finding fault in the other person they are projecting onto, not only is the narcissist issue, but also is created by the narcissist. For instance, a narcissistic parent accuses her teenage son of being an angry person because he reacts with anger to her frequent rage and verbal attacks. His anger about her habitual assault is justified, but she reframes the situation to place accountability on him displacing responsibility, and ultimately blaming the victim.